Welcome to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of culture, current events, and politics through a biblical lens, brought to you by Preborn, Saving Babies and Souls, Alliance Defending Freedom, Defending the First Amendment Rights of Free Speech and Religious Liberty, and Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on their banners to visit their websites. And now here are your hosts, Neil Boron, Bob Duco, Roger Marsh, and John Rush. Back with another week of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with all of the guys, Roger, Neil, John, myself, Bob. Guys, how are you? Good, Bob. Awesome. Well, good. I, I'll tell you what, I, I, I have mixed emotions today, okay, because part of me is – Looking at what's going on right now with Donald Trump, which, of course, that's what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. So there's part of me that's very frustrated by this, but then there's also part of me that's like, no, Satan doesn't get the victory. This is going to not, not going to sap the joy that's in me. Jesus is still Lord no matter what. But I have to say that I do find myself grieving for my country. We know that America has been going further and further and further away from its founding, but we are just officially – a banana republic now. We truly are. I don't know how any other nation cannot laugh at us if we point our finger at them and criticize them basically doing dictatorship kind of tactics like we're seeing here. So for anybody who is not really that up on the details of what happened, let me explain here. You've got the charges that have been handed down now. This is from Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, yesterday as Donald Trump, the former president and current frontrunner for 2024, was arraigned, fingerprinted, had to stand in a courtroom and tell a judge not guilty. These charges have been handed down, 34 charges against Donald Trump of, quote-unquote, falsifying business records. Now, this is because... Donald Trump reimbursed his attorney, Michael Cohen, who paid $130,000 to Stormy Daniels in a non-disclosure agreement. The media calls it hush money. Let me make sure and stress, non-disclosure agreements are commonplace. There may be a sleazy underpinning to them, but they are commonplace and they're completely legal. Uh, Business people do this all the time. Congress people do this. Congress has a slush fund for this very thing. And so Michael Cohen pays $130,000. Donald Trump reimburses Michael Cohen those legal fees along with other legal fees. Trump's attorneys list and his accountants list this as legal expenses, which they were. So what happens? The FEC looks at this and says, well, there's nothing here. We can't claim that this is a campaign expense. It was a legal expense. So they don't even bring a fine. The Department of Justice, who's gunning for Trump any way they could, realized there's nothing here. This is a legal expense. This isn't a a campaign expense. But Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of Manhattan, this is a George Soros-funded African-American, hardcore liberal left-wing Democrat who campaigned – on the promise of getting Donald Trump for something. So he decides, I'm going to go ahead and charge Donald Trump since he's in my jurisdiction here. I'm going to charge him with falsifying business records. Problem is, number one, uh, it's absurd for him to try to claim these are supposed to be campaign expenses because that doesn't even fit the mold at all. But number two, even if Donald Trump were caught on camera a few years ago snickering and going, I really think of these as campaign expenses, but I'm going to falsely list them as 
legal expenses, even if he actually really did that. A, that would be a misdemeanor, uh, not a felony crime, and B, the statute of limitations ran out on that five years ago. But Alvin Bragg decides I'm going to bring charges anyway. Uh, but the only way that he can elevate this misdemeanor, this five-year-old outside of statute of limitations misdemeanor into a felony is he has to legally attach it or bootstrap it to some other crime. What is that other crime? We don't know. We assume it's an FEC violation claim. But again, he's a local guy, not federal. So therefore, federal doesn't have jurisdiction for him. And then secondly, the FEC said, no, it's not. But he's deciding he's going to do this anyway. So what does he do? He brings these charges against Donald Trump, 34 charges of falsifying business records. This is an absolute joke. Let me remind everybody, too, that this $130,000, this legal expense, uh, the fact is that the NDA was for a claim from 10 years before his campaign. He didn't use a campaign lawyer. He didn't use campaign funds, unlike Hillary Clinton, who paid not $130,000, but paid a million dollars for actual campaign purposes to pay for that Russian dossier for the purpose of her campaign against Donald Trump. She paid a million dollars and she used her campaign lawyer and she used campaign funds. So this clearly was a campaign expense. She also listed it as a legal expense and all she got was an $8,000 fine slap on the wrist from the FEC. That is it. So it appears to me that this Alvin Bragg guy is absolutely trying to interfere in the 2024 election combined with getting revenge for Donald Trump for the four years that he was in office. And so that's kind of what's going on with this right now. We're going to unpack all of this and discuss it, including the Democrats, the media, who are mainly either silent or applauding this happening. It's like the rule of law doesn't even apply anymore. And and as we start to go around the table, you know, one of the things that comes to mind to me, guys, we live in a beyond a postmodern world. We live in a post-truth world where truth to liberals in this country is irrelevant. It's just based on my feelings. Whatever I feel, that's what my truth is. And so you look at the law as it relates to this. This is a misdemeanor. It's not even a misdemeanor. Even if Trump was guilty, it would be a misdemeanor that's five years beyond a statute of limitations. But liberal Democrats, you know what? I don't care. My feelings tell me orange man bad. I hate Donald Trump. Therefore, it doesn't matter what the law is. The the bad guys have decided, I'm just going to use corruption openly and I don't even care. And so much of the left in this country, all they care about is winning and power now and getting rid of Donald Trump. The rule of law has just gone out the window. Well, that makes us officially a banana republic. And it's a sad day, but this is part of post-truth culture that we live in. This is today's progressivism, folks. All right, that's kind of an overview of this. There's a lot more to unpack about this as we kind of run around the table. And uh, I'll tell you what, because I know that there's there's a whole lot about this to discuss, and we're certainly going to be getting into it. Uh, let me start, if I could, with uh, John. John Rush, Rush Reason out of Denver, Colorado. Just your immediate thoughts on this whole thing, John, as we start to slowly unpack the various layers of this onion. Well, my philosophy on this is different than most because I still see this as 
a way, and I know folks are going to disagree, but this is a way of pumping Trump up with his base, which it's doing right now. His points uh, have have really spread between he and DeSantis. If you poll among Republicans that are looking at where would things you know shake out when it comes to picking a nominee uh, next year for president of the United States on the Republican side, so they're really, in my opinion, propping him up. This is strictly to prop him up, knowing he is the easiest Republican candidate to beat out of the entire lineup we have. This is the guy they want to run against. They're doing everything possible to make sure that he is that guy. The question that I have is that they're way early in doing all of this, and there may be some legal things as to, I mean, I know the whole thing is is a kangaroo court anyways, but there might even be further legal reasons, you know, statutes of limitations and so on as to why they're doing it now versus, say, six months from now, which the timing would be much better. My own a prediction is they drag this thing out as long as they possibly can, knowing the longer they drag it out, the more it pumps Trump up. And I see this being a six-month ordeal if it's if it's a day. Well, they it will help Trump get the primary. Uh, get the primary. That's win. their goal. I can That's see. I can see that. Okay. Um, and the the long term goal is I think that they realize strategically that. It's going to make it more difficult for Trump to win the general election because the Democrats know all they have to do is convince just a small percentage, three or four percent of independent swing voters that could go either way. Mm-hmm. And those independent right. swing voters are the ones who go, I just want peace. I just don't want chaos. Yep. And Trump represents chaos. And here he is on and, and trial. And unfortunately, Bob, as much as I, I love Trump, he's his own worst enemy, as we've talked about numerous times. So, yeah, to your point, not only between now and the run-up to getting the nomination, if he gets the nomination, again, the Democrats see him. And I agree with him, by the way. He's the easiest candidate on our side to beat. Now, does that mean that he is unbeatable no if he does things correctly and even makes a few changes which i'm not sure he can but if he would do some of those things he could actually beat joe biden which i believe will be their nominee so it'll be a trump biden runoff again for 2024 if they have their way all right now we're gonna dive into a lot more of this obviously with we're gonna get roger and neil in on this as well as we continue through this podcast, we want to remind everybody of something, okay? When you see what's happening in our culture, like, for example, in Wisconsin, just last night, Tuesday night, the Wisconsin Supreme Court went liberal. That's right, went liberal because you had this radical left-wing George Soros-funded pro-abortionite who ran on abortion and won the Supreme Court seat. And so now the unborn in Wisconsin are going to suffer as a part of this. And we need to realize, folks, a lot of the reason why they're going after Trump as hard as they are is because of how hard President Trump fought for the unborn. Roe v. Wade is overturned. That's great. But you know something? The fight doesn't stop. And we can't stop fighting either for the unborn. That's why I'm asking everybody right now listening to us, will you partner with Preborn? You see, Preborn is the, the main pro-life group that shows ultrasound images of unborn babies all across the country in pro-life centers. And when these moms see ultrasound images of their babies, they choose life. Well, it takes $28 on average to stop one abortion, to save one baby's life. That's paying for the ultrasounds. That's why we're asking everybody right now in the audience, will you give to preborn to save some babies' lives? Take $28 times fill in the blank, whatever number God puts on your heart. If you can do 10, do 10. If you can do 100, do 100. Whatever that number is, Here's how you give. Go right now to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. 
That's CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Click on the Preborn tab, and you can give right there. And by the way, 100% of what you give goes to fund ultrasounds, nothing for overhead. And if you want to give over the phone, you can call right now. The answer to the phone is 24-7. Call in the middle of the night, anytime. Call right now, 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-BABY. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. We appreciate you folks doing that. We appreciate you folks supporting the sponsors of this podcast as well. Neil, maybe if we can uh, toss this over to you because we really do want – our listeners to support this podcast and the sponsors of this podcast. And one of those sponsors, of course, is Alliance Defending Freedom. And when we see what's happening with Donald Trump, oh, my goodness, we we need people like ADF out there right now fighting for the actual Constitution. Yeah, it's interesting um, the way you, you know, set up some of our conversation earlier when you were doing kind of the monologue thing. Um, Let me just mention for a minute, it it feels like, you know, to steal the old Elvis phrase, it feels like sanity and reason have left the building. Like, (laughs) how did we get to this place? And, you know, you mentioned um, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. Thank God for them. Thank God that they support this podcast where we can talk about reason and sanity and truth. Uh, I don't know if everyone, I think, on the podcast remembers, I don't know if our listeners remember, that on the first day in office, President Biden issued an executive order redefining sex to include sexual orientation and gender identity, which led the Department of Housing and Urban Development then to follow that with a federal rule that required all schools, you know, even private and Christian, to open girls' dorms to biological males and shower rooms. So think about it. Your daughter goes off to Christian college, you're thrilled about this, and then find out that she's being forced to share a dorm room or a shower room with biological males. Well, College of the Ozarks is one of the schools that said, no way, this isn't going to happen. So they decided to sue the Biden administration uh, on the basis that the U.S. Constitution guarantees our religious freedom. So thank God for our partners at Alliance Defending Freedom, um, who at no cost to College of the Ozarks or any of their clients uh, is working now at the Supreme Court level to defend our colleges and universities. Thank God. But let's face it, you and I don't have the means to fight that kind of stuff on our own. Um, so that's why uh, we are asking you to step up and support Alliance Defending Freedom. What are we supposed to do when we realize that our own children are in danger? Our personal beliefs uh, are considered illegal, and the biblical values that we have held dear you know, are being stripped away. Well, we need 40 people to step up and give $50 each, or if you can, 100 I mean, 100 is better. Uh, give it to Alliance Defending Freedom to protect us from this type of destructive government outreach. $50 is, doesn't sound like a lot, but it can make a huge impact. And 100 is even better, as I mentioned before. So, you know, the fact is we can make a difference. And we want to encourage you right now to call 877-367-6461 or click on the banner at CrawfordMediaGroup.net and give today to Alliance Defending Freedom. It's simple. The banner's right there on our homepage, CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Support Alliance Defending Freedom. But, you know, uh, yesterday on my uh, radio show, I asked the question, what word, give it a word, you know, give it an emotion, assign some word that describes what you're feeling right now about what's going on in our country. And then I also invited our Canadian listeners to call. It was really interesting because, uh, quick aside, I remember going to a a major league uh, all-star game one time. It was uh, was a minor league game, but they had uh, former major leaguers playing in this all-star game. They were retired players. One of them was Hank Aaron. I was a huge fan of his home run hitting ability. 
But, you know, he was way past his prime. He was overweight, and he was just a shell of himself, and it was sad to watch. And as I listened to our Canadian listeners talking about their impression of America today based on what they see going on, and I mean, they were saying this with grief in their hearts. It was like we're watching, you know, a prize fighter live out the last days of his life on Earth, like just a shell of what America used to be. Um, the word I used was sad. I think you said that earlier, Bob, uh, either off air or in the beginning of the podcast. My producer used the word circus, and that leads me around to my point, final point here quickly. Um that I almost wonder, and I wonder what you guys think about this, if it isn't so much about getting Donald Trump convicted. Like, it isn't about this issue, which everybody knows is a bogus charge. It's way past the statute of limitations. There's no merit to this thing. But if it isn't about trying to get a conviction, maybe it's just about the circus, so that for the next year and a half, uh, Democrats who are pushing through liberal policies, progressive policies that are absolutely insane um, – can point to Donald Trump and say, hey, if you support this guy, look, he's a criminal. He's got chaos surrounding him. He's a circus. And if you support that, then you're the ones who are insane. And it kind of keeps the pressure off um, of them for everything mm-hmm. else they're trying to you know, accomplish in the meantime. I just don't believe it's really about the conviction at all. I think it's no, about – You're right. The, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is is about that. I'm telling you, doing the circus thing, which, by the way, can I just say on a side note, Neil, when you were talking about Hank Aaron and you used words like old, overweight, shell of himself, sad to watch. I'm thinking (laughs) that sounds like some of my email from my listeners. So I'm like, hey, that struck a little close to home, pal. Okay. No, but but look, you're absolutely right. And and Roger, uh, your take on this, because it does seem like this is nothing more than let's let's create an image of chaos connected to Donald Trump as much as we can. Let's milk this thing because all the Democrats have to do is find a handful of swing voters to right. get turned off by Donald Trump and the chaos that comes with it. I'm just not comfortable voting for somebody who's on trial for crimes. And I don't know what the truth is. I just want peace. And that's enough to, to turn them away from Donald Trump when they were barely going to lean toward him. Uh, and all the Democrats have to do, Roger, is get maybe two or three, possibly four percent of those swing voters to have that emotion. And that's enough for whoever the Democrat is to win next year. And I think they know that full well. That's what this is about. Absolutely. And one of the things that has been so frustrating about this whole situation is the fact that, as you duly noted, I think a couple of weeks ago, when you bring up the Hunter Biden story, for example, in the 2020 oh. election, how many voters would have swung the other way and at least not voted for Joe Biden? I mean, they might not have all gone for Donald Trump. But that that situation, because the battle really isn't between the hardcore left and the hardcore fundamental right. It's between the misinformed left and the slightly mildly misinformed right. That's where right. the real battle is being fought. And so you have you know, people on the, the left who are, as you mentioned, a stiff breeze is going to knock them over one way or the other. You know, and, and the idea – we saw it here in California. You guys saw it in Michigan, Colorado, New York, where during the midterms, how many people the, – the rallying cry was, women, you're going to lose your right to access to health care. You're going to lose – our democracy is at stake if you don't pass Proposition 1, allowing us to constitutionalize the killing of babies in the womb. I mean, does that make any sense at all? But to the left, it did because all they had to do was the headline. The headline, New York Times yesterday, Donald Trump surrenders. Oh, okay. Well, that's all That's all they wanted. You know, here's a picture of Donald Trump in court. Donald Trump surrendered. Bad, bad. He's been charged with felonies. Blah, 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 blah. We all know these are misdemeanors that are trumped up by a DA 
who t- specializes in taking felonies and making them misdemeanors. Oh, How is anyone supposed to take this guy seriously? I, I know that, well, 52% of his 52% of his felonies were dropped to misdemeanors. This is, there's one one you can only find one single misdemeanor that he's elevated to a felony and what is that? This is Donald Trump. That's the one actually uh, John when I when I look at the political nature of this, you do realize that Alvin Bragg has now the, – the judge and Alvin Bragg together. First, the judge said Donald Trump has to appear back in court December 4th of this year. December 4th, mm-hmm. eight months from now. Okay, mm-hmm. Coincidentally, right when the GOP primaries are getting ready to get into gear and then Alvin Bragg specifically requested a court trial – to begin in January of next year, uh, not a speedy trial right away, January of next year, which is when the GOP primaries are getting ready to get kicked off in February. So Donald Trump is in tr- on trial in a courtroom during the primary elections themselves. So, uh, yes, I get what you're saying about the strategy here is, hey, maybe that'll help Donald Trump win But in the primaries. But this stretches it out to the general election because I'm telling you, if this is still an albatross around his neck, he's going to lose 3 or 4% of the independent swing voters mm-hmm. that would have swung or his more. way. And that's enough. Or more. Uh, that's, or more. That's, that's, that's all that's they the need. That's all they need that's is right. 3 or 4%. That's right. And, and if, if everything that we're saying, which I believe – we are correct in that if everything that we say, you know, goes down this, you know, de- goes down this path, Bob, you know, he, right. Donald Trump, is going to have to really change his strategy on what he does to win the election because yeah. uh, he will not win it. And sorry, folks that love him. And I, I love him, too, by the way. He did a lot of great things for this country. I have a lot of respect for the man. But one of the things that he and I differ on is his approach things there's the old saying it's not what you say it's how you say it and donald trump Mm -hmm. needs to learn how to say things in a different manner to reach those people in the middle he already has ostracized most of them if he's going to bring them back in he's got to go about doing it in a totally different manner than he's doing it now and frankly guys that's my concern i don't know that he has surrounded himself enough with the people that will advise him and tell him the things he needs to do to win well, Roger, let me, Roger, I want to get you in on that too, because before when we were having technical problems, uh, I was talking about how important it is for our listeners, of course, to support our sponsors here on this show. And so I want to get your take on what John was saying, but then also, if you could, maybe tell us a little bit about Dennis Wilson and, and Dennis Wilson Financial, because I know this is a tremendous organization and, and they support this podcast too. Absolutely. And Dennis was a big Trump supporter when he got in office, but not for the kind of MAGA reasons, just for the common sense reasons. But he'll be the first guy to tell you, hey, look, the Trump's tax cuts really put a squeeze on people in California who were used to deducting property taxes and sales taxes and this, that, the other thing. There's been a mass exodus of people out of California because of some of the policies that are a combination of Trump things that hurt people in California and Gavin Newsom, too. One of the things that we can't withstand again is another downturn in the market you know with a 20 percent downturn last year we're headed for another 20 percent downturn this year at least and then with the presidential campaign going on in 24 and your guy potentially being on trial for trumped up misdemeanors masquerading as felonies you really need to make sure that your assets are protected and that's one of the things i spent the dentist specializes in is making sure that your assets are protected when you reach out to wilson financial i mean this is a guy a good godly man who wants to make sure that you don't lose money that you earn money in an honest way and you don't have to worry about 
hush money payments or NDAs or anything like that because you know exactly where it is, where it's going, and that the proceeds of what everybody's earning, uh, part of it's being invested into charities like Preborn and things of that nature. Uh, we've got a banner at uh, uh, National Crawford Roundtable or CrawfordMediaGroup.net uh, website, and also you can call them at 800-696-9970. But I, I know as we've been watching this thing unfold and these these charges that are just so ridiculous, you have to have good wisdom, whether it's with the financial stewardship or whether it comes to politics. We have to be good stewards of our time and our talent and our treasures. And uh, this is a time right now where we really need to step up, support the candidates that have a shot at winning, but educate the populace on the conservative side. The leftists are going to be misled. I mean, they just are. We've seen that happen in all of our states. But the the reality is, if you can convince the people in the middle who who may uh, either they're they're a little too tight toward the moderate side, or they've got the flag wrapped around them so tight that they can't hear logic and reason. We can criticize a guy like Donald Trump constructively, but we can also support him for the places where he is effective. So it's just looking realistically through the lens of Scripture. You know, it really is. And I guess I think about what's what's happening here right now and in this country, and it just goes back to what I was saying in the very beginning. We're officially turning into a banana republic before our very eyes who would have ever thought donald trump said it well yesterday when he said i never thought something like this could happen in america to be trying to jail the front runner for president and the former president because you don't like him on charges that don't even exist inventing smoke and mirror charges taking a misdemeanor that the statute of limitations are now five years ago and somehow converting that into some non-existent felony it is such a sham but we've got the second half of this podcast that we're going to be diving into folks a lot more of this we're going to be discussing including a little bit of a discussion on bud light that's right budweiser using some transgender guy who think who dresses like little girls to sell beer now? Is that really where we are in this country? So a lot more to unpack in the second half. You can listen to the second half of this National Crawford Roundtable podcast on your regular radio station. Now, if they don't play the second half right now, they may play it at a different time. So if they do, just go to the website for your local radio station, look to the program guide, and see when they play the second half. Or just listen to the second half online. You can do that at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also watch video of our podcast at MyHopeNow.com. And I also want to remind you when you're at CrawfordMediaGroup.net, do me a favor, would you? Click on the Preborn tab and give some money to Preborn. Remember, Preborn is the main organization that shows ultrasound images of unborn babies in pro-life centers all across this country. Right? They're the ones that are bringing these, that these moms a decision to choose life. But it takes money to show these ultrasound images. $28 is the average cost to save one baby's life. So we have a lot of listeners that have given uh, $280, they save 10 babies' lives. $2,800, you save 100 babies' lives. Take $28 times Whatever number it is that maybe God puts on your heart, and would you make the decision right now to save these babies' lives? CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on the preborn tab. You can give right there, and every penny you give goes to fund ultrasounds, nothing for overhead. And you can give over the phone, too. Call right now, 833-850-BABY. They answer the phones 24-7, so call now, 833 850 
baby. We sure appreciate you folks doing that. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. And we've got the second half coming up next. This has been a Crawford Media Group production. Continuing the second half of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast with all of the guys, Neil Boron, Neil Boron live out of Buffalo, New York, John Rush, Rush to Reason out of Denver, Colorado, Roger Marsh, the bottom line from the People's Republic of California, myself, Bob Duco, the Bob Duco Show out of Detroit. We've been talking about the Donald Trump indictment and the arraignment. We're going to continue talking about that a little bit and then we'll shift over to a discussion about transgenderism on steroids in this country. Uh, Bud Light is the latest to fall off the uh, woke wagon here. But first, as we continue talking about the, the Trump arraignment thing here, you know what strikes me is with Donald Trump, they want so badly revenge on him for what he did for those four years and to stop him from getting in again. But here's where – and I know, John, I I know you like Donald Trump too. I get that. You're a pretty big critic of Trump. I understand that. Trump does do a lot of self-inflicted damage, so I realize that. But think about what this guy – has had to endure, first of all, Agreed. the, the Mar-a-Lago raid, the FBI raiding his home mm-hmm. armed for for classified documents that he says he declassified mm-hmm. because of a document dispute with National Archives. But Joe Biden can have classified documents that he never had the authority to declassify, strewn in five different places, including the floor in his garage, and nothing like this happens with him. Uh, Impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the Zelensky phone call that Donald Trump had in impeachment for that, when you had Joe Biden on camera saying, hey, Ukraine, I'll withhold a billion dollars in loan guarantees to you if you don't fire that prosecutor that happens to be investigating the company paying my son. Then you got the January 6th sham impeachment that happened after that. Uh, Hillary Clinton, the Democrats in 2016, they all said the election was stolen and rigged, but Donald Trump wasn't allowed to say that. The news media coverage, 95% negative against Donald Trump having his 2020 reelection, I'll call it the way that it is, stolen at a minimum by big tech social media and the mainstream media, even if you don't count any fraud at all. And by the way, all of this happening under the cloud of a three-year Mueller investigation that produced zero evidence, and that was after his campaign was spied on by the previous administration, and now this man gets fingerprinted and has to go through the humiliation of sitting there in a courtroom as a defendant as he waits for these clowns in Georgia and D.C. to try to do the very same courtroom trial in round two and round three. It is insane, Roger. I'm sorry, John, what he's had to endure, and he just keeps on fighting back. And I guess that's why I tend to give him way more of a pass than I know a lot of other well, folks do. Well, and, and again, I, and I personally give him lots of passes. I don't have an issue with the way – he handles things. The problem is I'm not the middle-of-the-road voter. I'm the guy that's going to vote for the R next to a name, no matter whether it's him, DeSantis, or somebody else that ends up winning the nomination. But I'm that guy. Unfortunately, there's not of me 
to win the next election, Bob. No, I know. So we've got to have those people the independent in the voters. That's right. So you're, I, you're I, right. You know, I know. It's not, that, it's not that I'm against Donald Trump because the way I explained Donald Trump yesterday, he's like a feral cat. He has been attacked so many times. He's backed into a corner now that, of course, he's going to strike and fight back every chance he gets because, frankly, he knows no other way. And I'm not faulting the guy for that other than I want to win. I'm tired of losing. And if it means he's got to change his ways to win, that's what has to happen. You and know I what? think that's what has to happen. How about how about maybe the Republicans? We put pressure on them to learn how to be, number one, grow a backbone and fight for him because they're more eloquent yes. than he's ever going to be able to be. Yes. Uh, so grow a backbone. And then number two, how about we come become better communicators? This is what's so frustrating. Goes, oh, yes. I know the left – I know the left – and, and Neil or Roger, anytime you want to chime in, I know that the left controls most of the media. But we have enough of the media that we should be able to reach that 3 4 5% of independent voters with the truth in things like this. Uh, we just – we stink at communicating and staying on message and the Republicans don't have enough of a backbone and spine to fight for Donald Trump. So he's got to fight for himself and he's lousy at doing it sometimes. I absolutely agree. The Republicans have to stop clutching their pearls on social media and saying, well, DeSantis is a rhino. Well, Trump's our savior. Well, blah, blah, blah. Look, the Democrats are going to pull off something in 2024 if the Republicans aren't careful. They would be the first party ever to have an incumbent who's completely incompetent and where they could say, yeah, but you know what? I'm not as bad as the other guy. I mean, when you're in the attack position, right? I mean, Joe Biden should have been a sitting target in the 2022 midterms. Democrats should have been run right off the table by GOP. And how many seats did they pick up in the House? Five, six. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the Kevin McCarthy debacle. There's so much infighting in the Republican Party to try to be the most conservative group and this, that, and the other thing. I mean, and quite frankly, the Democrats are sitting there going, yes, here we go. Let's get a Trump trial in January. Oh, absolutely. And then all they have to do is say, you want, we've got to keep this felon who's going to destroy democracy out of the White House. Bing. You know, and then they could take a vacation and wait for all the votes to finally be counted or the votes that they've got sitting in the background waiting to drop in, you know, Rosie Ruiz style or whatever you know, to win the Boston Marathon. I mean, that's kind of the way the Democrats run elections. Great reference. Days, right? Great Rosie yeah. Ruiz reference. <laughs> I think about 2% of the audience got that, but it's, it's really But funny. Bob did, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> I, I just got to throw in, you know, nice guys finish last. We've talked about this before on the air, and my question is, where's the offensive strategy? Like, where's the plan to turn it around? We're, we're, we're really good at being outraged. But it seems like conservatives are always playing defense. Like you know, I know. You're, I, I, Neil, oh, you're right. Yes, I, I'll well, tell you me, you're absolutely you're absolutely right because uh, with Democrats. The, the candidate doesn't have to do the fighting, okay? They have a complete army in front of them. But with Trump, the army's sucking their thumbs, walking behind him. You know, I have a friend, and the joke is, like, he, he can't kayak. He loves to kayak, but for some reason he always gets it wrong. He, he's incessant about trying to figure out where the tipping point is in a kayak. And you get ones with a little, you know, less mm-hmm. of a base to it. And so he, he leans out on purpose to try to figure it out, ends up in the water every single time. Like, um, all the all the Republicans really actually need to do is find out where the tipping point is for those people in the mushy middle and go after them. No, no hardcore Democrat is ever going to vote for Donald Trump. And no Republican Trump's 
supporters ever going to vote for Joe Biden. It's the people in the middle. Right. And if you can right. just get a couple of percentage points, well, let's stop playing defense but, but and in, go in, after those people. And Neil, and, along those lines, we've got to do a better job of figuring out what is the medium we're going to use to do that. Because we can't right. Right. use That's mainstream true. media, which is the majority of where those people are looking. So what's the process? How, you know, the offensive side, which I agree with you a thousand percent, and I talk about it all the time on my show as well. What are we going to do to communicate and reach those people in the middle? Because the mainstream media is not going to help us. Do and that. I'll tell you something. Kevin McCarthy can do something about this, too, because, yes, there. but we can still use mainstream media, even though we don't depend on them, but we can use them. There, everybody needs to be on the same page. There needs to be some specific talking points that every yep. single time Republicans yep. are on Agreed. Meet the Press or That's anywhere, right. and, and, they and rattle the way, off the Bob, same five every talking state, points. Every state yes, GOP absolutely. leader needs to be bought into that. Absolutely. And, and, and this is what Democrats do well. This is what we do lousy. That's and, right. and we need to get better at it. I'll tell you one thing, though that we do very well on this show. And I know a lot of you in the audience do this as well. You hear us, you hear the name preborn all the time. What we do is we fight to save unborn babies. We don't stop that fight. We can multitask with everything going on right now. If you haven't given to preborn yet, do it now, please. Remember, preborn shows ultrasound images of unborn babies all across this country to expectant moms in pro-life centers. And when those moms see that baby, they choose life. And by the way, they end up accepting the Lord most of the time, too. But it takes us paying for these ultrasound images, okay? It's 28 bucks to save one baby's life. That's the cost. 28 bucks will save one baby's life. That's why I'm asking everybody right now, how many babies' lives will you be willing to save? We want everybody to have some skin in the game here, okay? Is it 10 babies? Is it 100 babies? What will your budget allow? This will be the legacy for your family. We stop this many abortions. And this actually really happens, folks, in real life, saving these babies' lives. So here's what you do. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on the Preborn tab. CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on Preborn, and right there you can give whatever amount you can. It, we need some heavy hitters too to do like maybe you know five ten thousand dollars save a whole bunch of babies but whatever amount you can do crawfordmediagroup.net click on preborn and if you want to give over the phone call right now 833-850-BABY they answer the phones 24 7 so call right now 833-850-BABY just mentioned national crawford roundtable when you call uh, we do appreciate you folks supporting our sponsors whether it's preborn whether it's dennis wilson and wilson financial roger because i know they do phenomenal work too they certainly do, and uh, whether it's building churches in Africa or supporting uh, the purchase of ultrasound machines and putting them in preborn clinics, I mean, that's the heartbeat. Dennis has been doing this for 54 years, securing your investment, realizing that these are uh, monies that have been entrusted to each of us by God and wanting to you know, work in terms of how the markets work, in terms of what God's economy is, to, to make the right investments. And, and in the same way that we would look at our stewardship of our own money or our own vote or our own political uh, persuasion, um, this is something that it's it's more important now than ever when we look at the political landscape and how the laws could potentially be working against us and even more laws may be passed in the banking industry to you know create safeguards and protections and things like that i wholeheartedly recommend you give dennis a call at 800-696-9970 or go to crawfordmediagroup.net and hit the wilson financial advisors banner because it's not a time to play around and you know we saw this happen in 2018 with the midterms where uh, the fed and uh, other politicos kind of put their thumb on the scale of interest rates to jack them up see the economy's tanking and i remember having a, a guy and uh, dennis was on board with this too saying hey look after the 2018 
Australian midterm elections happened, you know what happened? All of a sudden, interest rates started to go, they started to cascade down. And part of the reason was they took their thumb off the scale and let the market be the market again. You know, I mean, and people who were at 5% were down to 4%, were down to 3.5%. But when it's a sliding scale that Congress controls, you know, I mean, it, 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 quite frankly, and the Fed controls. And we have to be really mindful of, who we put in office and, you know, what kind of benefit we can get. And I, it frustrates me, guys. I know it frustrates you, too, to see the GOP cannibalizing, circular firing, squatting itself with, you know, who are the candidates? Well, I don't think this guy's conservative enough. If I hear the term rhino one more time thrown around by somebody, <laughs> this is this is kind of Republicanese for, I don't like you, therefore you're a Republican in name only, right? Well, okay, how do you know that? Just because you don't like them? I mean, if there's not a unified front from conservatives, then we are two steps closer to socialism. And by the way, has anyone even noticed the fact that, I mean, I'm talking about our listeners, the population in general, on the day that Bragg handed down the indictments or said, you know, we're going to arraign him and this, that, and the other thing, that little handshake deal with Saudi Arabia and China, that little thing with Malaysia and, and India and, and the dollar no longer being the basically gold standard of international trading. I mean, there's a whole movement afoot to get away from the U.S. as a superpower. And we're over here wondering if whether or not Donald Trump committed a misdemeanor or a felony. I mean, because it's history in the making. A, a former president has been charged with a crime. If we're speaking Chinese and paying for things in room no one's going to care at all way, about Donald Trump. And while we're at it, the Chinese government, you do realize that China now owns pushing 400,000 acres of U.S. land, which is more yep. than double the size of New York City. Mm. And there's a lot of evidence that they're actually producing their own opioid and drug manufacturing on this land as well in this country. So there's a lot of crazy things going on. But, but you're right. The most important thing is we need to see Orange Man Bad be charged with some kind of crime. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Like, orange is- Man in an orange jumpsuit or the Democrats won't be happy. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. Let's Let's shift gears now because there's one other thing that's happening. We just completed March Madness. And so you think about iconic male brands that are out there, right, like Budweiser and Bud Light. A lot of Christians are not necessarily the target audience for Budweiser and Bud Light. I get that. But there's always been kind of a standing rule that women tend to sell Massengale and feminine products and such, okay? And men tend to sell beer. And so the executives at Bud Light decided, hey, here's what makes sense. Let's have this guy, Dylan Mulvaney is his name. He's one of the popular kind of drag queen guys. He's a guy who dresses like a little girl. Uh, he does, Not even adult women's clothing, little girl clothing, and prances around, uh, makeup everywhere. And as I... This is who Bud Light decided to now be their spokesperson. And I just think you have to be kidding me. The, the king of beers is now the queen of beers because <laughs> they, they've decided to cave into the wokeness of our culture today. Who are they reaching with this? How many guys are going to sit around going, oh, yeah, that guy reaches me. I think I'll get myself a beer. I mean, seriously? But no, the opposite's just, happening, Bob. It, they, they've, they're reaching out to less than 1% of the population while ticking off probably 90% of their current customer base. Why? By You're the way, a businessman. As, as, as a business What's, coach myself, that would be the worst thing you yeah, could ever do Yeah, what is the marketing, marketing strategy? That, there okay, isn't but, any. 
It's lunacy. Lunacy. Total lunacy. Uh, they, I, I'll tell you what, Neil, let me toss it over to you. I think this is spiritual deception. I, I really do because there is no logical argument in the natural for why a beer company would say, hey, let's have a prancing uh, man dressed up like a little girl to sell beer to a bunch of tough guys at, you know, out hunting somewhere. None of this makes any sense in the natural, Neil. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And let me just say, I think that there's demonic level deception going on in culture today. Mm -hmm. That this isn't just like some bad policies or uh, differing opinions about, you know, marketing strategies. That there's an attempt here to undermine everything uh, that we hold dear, that that represents absolute truth. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, there was an article out of Canada, uh, a guy named Avi Silverberg, uh, head coach for the Team Canada powerlifting uh, group. He uh, he walked up to the table during a woman's powerlifting event, um, in which <clears throat> a, tran- a trans athlete was Saw participating. That. This trans athlete had been, uh, uh, you know, lifting as a woman for years and held all the female records, even though it was a biological male. Um, so he, so he, this guy goes, you know what? I've had enough of this. He walks up to the table and he goes, um, I identify as a female. I want to be in the competition. And they said, well, wait, what? You know, and he said, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm a female right now. I want to be in the competition. Mm-hmm. So he broke the bench press record by almost 100 pounds. <laughs> right. Absolutely blew it I away. I saw that. I thought that was and, great. And then re-identified as a male. Oh, but just to point out the lunacy, the stupidity yep. of what's going on in our world today, it's unreal. And it, well, it, yeah, it, it is. And, of course, you it, think about the, the craziness of uh, these women – that are competing in sports, I mean, they have certain rights. They, they have, uh, Neil, you've got girls in locker rooms. They have rights not to yeah. be exposed to men coming into the locker rooms and showers naked. I mean, we got to be fighting on behalf of the, these women in this country. Oh, they, yeah. you know, really quick, Bob, they do a pretty good job of fighting on their own. Competitive skateboarder Taylor Silverman told Fox News, I made a joke that Budweiser has confirmed something I've suspected all along, that Bud Light is a beer made for men who identify as little girls. Oh, I know. I'm waiting. It's so they're true. doing very well on their own, by the way. I know. I'm waiting for the frog commercial. Bud, wise, her. Right. You know? So right. it's like, come on. But, but, and, but seriously. You know, I agree with you. We should be helping them and supporting them. But let me tell you what. They are not happy, as I just stated. I know. Yeah. But you know what? The, Neil, there's a lot of dads out there that want to protect legally yeah. their daughters so, so that the bathroom and the locker room and the shower oh. can be a safe place for them. Dads, moms, parents in general. Um, and I, uh, we, in fact, I told you a story about that not long ago about a dad, you know, having to uh, vouch for his daughter. And when he did, he actually lost his job. He was a coach in the school mm-hmm. district where that, you know, was going on. And I also think about the 12 year old girl in Wisconsin uh, who was struggling with the depression and anxiety during COVID and afterwards. Um, you know, sees some stuff on social media and thinks, well, maybe if I just become a girl, that'll help me. Well, school officials found out about that and absolutely surrounded her with um, affirmation on this issue, began calling her by a boy's name. And her dad and her mom uh, were not informed about this, later found out about it and demanded that they reference their daughter as a girl and call her by her her given name. You know, school says to them, no, we're not going to. Uh, we're going to advocate for the child. The school is here for the child, not the parents. In other words, we're in charge of your daughter, and we work for her and not you, mom and dad. Well, that, uh, that's terrifying. And right. But it's the very thing that the Biden administration seems to champion. Well, 
Thank God, uh, once again, our valued partner, Alliance Defending Freedom, steps in to help the parents sue the Kettle Moraine School District and restore the right of parents uh, to raise their daughter the way that they see fit. But that's exactly why we need to help. And so I mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again. We need a minimum of 40 people this month to give $50 to help the Alliance Defending Freedom fight for families like that, like yours and mine. And it's simple. All you got to do is go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the banner. By the way, the parents... Uh, have since removed their daughter from the Kettle Moraine School District, and her gender dysphoria corrected itself after she got some help from experts. So she's doing fine. Um, But the question is, do we want teachers and administrators to be able to undermine our rights as parents? I don't. That's terrifying. So let's put a stop to these ridiculous Biden-era policies and give to Alliance Defending Freedom. $50 will help a lot. $100 helps more. Um, 4,600 lawyers who step in, never charge clients a dime to represent them. But we need that kind of support. We need that kind of help. Call 877-367-6461 to donate. Or, as I said before, you can just click on the banner at crawfordmediagroup.net. That's crawfordmediagroup.net. I'll tell you what, that's absolutely right. It is is crazy. And the whole transgenderism movement right now is just insane. It's not only targeting families and girls and, and vulnerable women and such like that. But uh, it's de- decimating women's sports. And some feminists are speaking up, but a lot of them still are so quiet about this. And now, of course, with Bud Light. I don't know, Roger. I mean, what do you think? This uh, To me, this makes no marketing sense. Does this backfire on Anheuser-Busch? It sounds like well, Anheuser-Busch is taking a page out of the Gillette playbook, so why not? Do you remember a couple of Father's yep. Days ago? Oh, that's a, right. A, yeah, I remember yeah. that. The girl, and, she's, <laughs> and then here's Grandpa teaching his granddaughter who's got facial hair how to shave, and I threw all my Gillette <laughs> stuff out. They took like an $8 billion write-off, I mean, for, for, doing, for trying to be woke. I mean, they, they tried to blame it on other divisions of Gillette, and Gillette owns the men's razor and grooming market without regard. Um, you know, it, it's interesting, and to Neil's point, um, with that girl, there was another young lady in uh, Florida that had the same situation. She liked to play video games and hang out with guys. And one of her girlfriends said, maybe you're a guy. And then she went to a counselor who was LGBTQ friendly. And next thing you know, she attempted suicide twice. And it was on the second suicide attempt that the school finally decided, maybe we should bring the parents in and see if they can help out. But the statistics show it's between 80 and 90 percent of kids with any kind of gender dysphoria or same-sex attraction really do grow out of it. I mean, it's it's not it's not something you want to crystallize. It's not mm-hmm. something that you want to I, just try to, to memorialize. But this this Dylan Mulvaney guy that even the Babylon Bee's getting in. I don't know if you guys saw the headlines this morning. Scientists at Budweiser are attempting to discover how many beers it would take for Dylan to pass as a woman. I don't know if they're saying. <laughs> no, I mean, man. you know, but this is so honestly. But you know what, the, the Roger what you're saying this is like a saturday night live skit it is and it's happening in real life honestly i would not be a bit surprised if if budweiser didn't run for the month of june for lgb pride month or whatever uh instead of clydesdales have them pulled by a bunch of rainbow unicorns or something i I mean i'm serious what in the world is going on when beer companies can't even be for guys anymore So this goes back to Neil's point from earlier. This has got to be spiritual deception. It's got – because there is no – in the natural, there is absolutely no logic behind a marketing decision like this. It's Mm got to be Satan just high-fiving with his demons. But this is all temporary because we know that Jesus is Lord and that doesn't change. In the midst of all of this craziness, 
We we just got to remember that. Uh, we hope things go a certain way in this world and in this country, but our hope is not in the survival of America and survival of culture. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, and I guess Amen. we got to remind ourselves of that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and you know, and really quick, Bob. The plus side is there is a ton of pushback on these sorts of things. So it's not just us here. I mean, individuals right. all over social media are pushing back. So will this backfire on Budweiser? I think it already has. Will it do anything stock wise? They own a hundred different product groups, if you would, and a lot of folks don't even realize the other beer companies that they own and that are you know that are underneath their umbrella as well so if you're going to throw out one you probably got to go through your your refrigerator and throw out a whole lot more and real quick to go back to something john said earlier how are we going to get the message out well sometimes one-on-one conversation you know sit down with a friend have something other than a budweiser and talk about these things (laughs) help speak some truth into their life yeah that's right have a uh i don't even know the beer but i'm not a beer aficionado so i'm trying to think of who the competition well, I, i'm is. not either but my lutheran <laughs> friends would say a good single malt can solve a lot of theological okay problems. well there you go <laughs> there, there you go, go. <laughs> oh man oh well, that, well as you guys know i live about a mile from the coors plant so this is coors country in colorado so it's oh yeah country anyways yeah right well we i mean here in michigan i don't know i uh i I see a lot of guys drinking beer here, certainly in Michigan, I guess all over the place. But any way you look at it, this is just insane. But you know something? One thing we absolutely agree on, though. I know people listening can be disheartened. It's like, what's happening to our world? What's up with Trump on trial now and everything, all of this? Okay, look, number one. Let's not stop praying, okay? And by the way, pray for President Trump. Pray for Donald Trump and what he's going through. Absolutely. Pray for this country, of course. But don't get disheartened. Don't get discouraged. We can fight, absolutely, and we should continue the fight. Let's speak the truth. But let's make sure that our hope is always in Jesus Christ because, you know something, we've all read the last chapter of the book, and guess what? We win. We win because we're in Christ Jesus, uh, and he wins. So let's just remind ourselves of that. Also, as you listen to this podcast, we ask you folks, support the sponsors to this podcast. We appreciate Dennis Wilson and Wilson Financial. We appreciate Alliance Defending Freedom supporting this podcast. We want you to support them. We appreciate Preborn supporting this podcast. And if you can give to Preborn, if you haven't done it yet, please do it now. Remember, your legacy will be saving babies' lives. This is some real, actual, tangible action. We don't just want to sit here and complain about how bad things are. Let's take action. And here's a way for us to do that. Right now, go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Click on Preborn. And there you can give whatever amount you can give to save babies' lives. $28 is the average cost to stop one abortion, to save one baby's life. This pays for ultrasound images, and moms choose life when they see those ultrasound images. All right, 28 bucks. So $28 times whatever amount you can do. Can you do 100 babies' lives? That's $2,800. Is it 10? It's 280. You pick the number, whatever God lays on your heart. But do that now if you would. CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on Preborn. If you want to give over the phone, they answer the phones 24-7. You can call right now, 833 850 baby. Just mention National Crawford Roundtable when you call. You can watch our podcast, video of it at myhopenow.com. Or of course, you can listen to past episodes of this podcast at crawfordmediagroup.net or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you listen. We thank you for your five-star reviews. Hey, keep sending them. We always appreciate that. 
And it's always great having you folks with us. Roger Marsh of The Bottom Line from the People's Republic of California. John Rush, Rush to Reason out of Denver, Colorado. John Coors Rush. Neil Boron <laughs> out of Buffalo, New York. Neil Boron live. Myself, Bob Duco, Bob Duco Show out of Detroit. Guys, guys uh, looking forward to next week. Have a great week and weekend. We'll see you later. You too, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless. You've been listening to the National Crawford Roundtable Podcast, a view of today's culture through a biblical lens brought to you by Preborn, saving babies and souls. Join us in the fight to save babies from abortion. Your gift provides a free ultrasound for a mother in need. 80% of the time, she will choose life. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Preborn logo to donate to save babies now. And by Alliance Defending Freedom, defending the First Amendment rights of free speech and religious liberty. Your generous financial support makes it possible for Alliance Defending Freedom to defend religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, freedom of speech, and marriage and family in America and around the world. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the ADF logo to give your financial support. And Wilson Financial Advisors, over 50 years of financial expertise and success, helping you build confidence in your financial future. Visit CrawfordMediaGroup.net and click on the Wilson Financial Services logo to learn more. You can download this podcast from Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more from your local Crawford Media Group station or at CrawfordMediaGroup.net. And you can watch video of the podcast at MyHopeNow.com. Please give this podcast a five-star rating on your Apple app and look for the notification on your app for when the next weekly edition of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast is ready for you to download. This has been a Crawford Media Group production.